You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. We've had a very busy fall so far here at American Humane Association, and that's why we've had a little bit of a slight hiatus on the show. But rest assured, we're back and excited to bring you another fantastic show today and and every week throughout the holidays. I think you're really going to love today's guest, Two Heroes for Animals Everywhere. Up first, you've seen her on NBC News over the years, and now she's doing a very innovative program to raise much-needed funds for some of America's biggest animal charities, including American Humane Association, Jill Rappaport. She's here with us today and so excited to visit. Then it's my pleasure to welcome back to our show, Donna Lawrence, the mom of Susie, who was not only named the Therapy Dog of the Year of the 2014 Hero Dog Awards, but also as our overall winner of the 2014 American Hero Dog. I've mentioned a very busy fall. We've been up to some great things here at our institution. The night before the Hero Dog Awards, we had a very special launch party at Fox Movie Studios in Hollywood for our new book, Animal Stars, behind the scenes with your favorite animal actors. Many of the animal trainers and their delightful and cute-as-a-button animal actors came out to celebrate the world of animals in entertainment. And for the past few weeks, I've been on the road on a coast-to-coast tour promoting this book with some very special animal stars. We've still got plenty of stops for you to come by and meet me at with a very special animal star profiled in our book. We've had such incredible fun and great memories meeting new friends and delighting kids at our stops so far in Houston, Dallas, Washington, D.C., and Boston, and even here in Winston-Salem. But there are still plenty more chances for you to come out and get your copy of the book signed and have your photo made with some of Hollywood's most beloved canine actors. Our stops so far have featured Hudson, the beloved golden retriever known for the 2011 hit comedy, Our Idiot Brother, starring the incredible Paul Rudd, and for his numerous appearances on Saturday Night Live. Hudson and his trainer, Christina Potter, do so many fun tricks, they just delight the audience. You know, and Hudson just shows how well-trained he is by his owner, Christina Potter. Kids just love meeting Hudson, getting him to, you know, go through some of his routine. But just a word of caution, Hudson is a big kisser. He's not shy about showing you how much he loves you. In the words of Christina, Hudson has never met a stranger in his life. You'll have one more chance to meet Hudson on this tour with our stop in Charlotte area on November 15th. We've got a few more tour stops after that, this time featuring Bonnie, the Shih Tzu from the movie Seven Psychopaths. If you've seen the movie, you know how integral she is to the plot and how much Woody Harrelson, who plays her on-screen dad, just loves her and would do anything for her. And after meeting Bonnie, I can certainly relate. Bonnie and her trainer, Claire Dorr, will be with us at tour stops in Las Vegas, Kansas City, and Nashville. Please be sure to visit AnimalStarsBook.com for all the tour dates, times, and locations. I'd love to meet you, so please do come out. And uh, I know our wonderful Animal Stars would enjoy visiting with you, too. Again, that's AnimalStarsBook.com. 
You know, one of the most amazing facts that I've learned through this process is that, you know, so many of Hollywood's beloved animal actors like Bonnie are actually rescues. It's amazing how these animals playing some of the most iconic roles of all time are giving second chances at life. Second chances, my friends, an opportunity to delight and entertain millions. Cats like Charlie, who played the delightful Mr. Jinx in the Meet the Fockers and Meet the Parents movies, was once found, can you believe this, wandering the streets of Canada. It's amazing to me. Can you imagine that such a gorgeous cat, beautiful, incredibly personable cat, was abandoned in the streets? And he was rescued in a shelter when the trainer, Don Barkin, found him and fell in love. What an amazing story. You know, I've had the opportunity to appear with Charlie on Fox and & Friends and Better TV and all uh, as we celebrate uh, our very special book. You know, he's just the sweetest and calmest cat. In fact, his trainer and mom, Don, says Charlie doesn't even think of himself as a cat. He thinks himself as like the top dog in their household. So very fun. You know, one bit of news that I'm also excited to share with you is that for the very first time on Veterans Day, November 11th, American Humane Association is going to take to the streets of New York City to march in the 2014 Veterans Day Parade. The star of our float will be the wonderful military dog teams that we've helped to reunite Thanks to you, our listeners, with the handlers, their soldiers, and we're going to have the soldiers and their dogs there to wave to the crowd and celebrate that very special message, the power of the human-animal bond. Our goal this year has been bringing attention to these wonderful working hero dogs, these military and contract working dogs who do so much to protect our brave men and women in uniform. We are proud to be the exclusive float this year to feature military hero dogs. So if you're in New York on November 11th, please come out to the parade route and cheer on our two- and four-legged veterans, our heroes. They deserve all the accolades they get for bravely and honorably defending our freedoms. Well, we'll be right back, friends, with our first heroic woman on today's show. NBC's own Jill Rappaport will be here to talk about a very sweet and messy way you can help our animal friends. Don't go anywhere. This is Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to Be Humane. I'm sure that all of our listeners are very familiar with our next special guest, who's best known as a correspondent on NBC and beloved by animal lovers everywhere because she's one of the most amazing, passionate, and inspirational animal advocates. And she's just really launched a very special and cool way to raise awareness and funds for animal welfare organizations like the American Humane Association. And it's a campaign that'll be both sweet delicious and a little bit messy. I just love it. I'm so honored to welcome Jill Rappaport to today's show. Jill, how are you? Hey, Robin, that was such a great intro. Did my mother write that for you? <laughs> I think she faxed that into you this morning. <laughs> it comes from our heart because I tell you, Thank your you. mother and I think a lot alike. We are so, I'm just, you're an inspiration to me, Jill, and the work that I do every day. I think about your passionate commitment and how you get up every morning and you think about the animals. How wonderful Well, what about you, Robin? You're my inspiration. Just <laughs> looking at literally at your itinerary, I had to take a nap. You're unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, everything you've done and your great work, American Humane, the Hero Awards, everything in your book coming out. I mean, you are truly a Wonder Woman, too. And again, for all of us that care so deeply, you know, we always say, you know, we are their voice. And I am honored to be considered a voice for the voiceless. And this is all we can do. This is what we must all do to make a difference, right? Oh, absolutely. And we must do it because we know what the alternative is for these animals. We exactly. We have to own what we know, and so I know that moves us both to act and act every day. You know, I know that we're interviewing you, and we might hear some barking in the background. (laughs) Can you tell us a little about your fur angels at home today? Oh, I, I have five rescues, yes, and I have one of everything. I've got my, she's looking at me right now, my little Ruby, my little red miniature dachshund. She came from a kill shelter in Los Angeles, and literally, I was told, was going to be gone that day, and she was up begging, and I said, you're coming with me, and, uh, you know, she's one of my rescues. I have Sweet Pea, which we think she's a coon hound that came from a, also a shelter on Long Island, and uh, her days were limited there, and I have an American bulldog pig. Pitbull, who um, was left tied to a tree. His name is Petey. He's left tied to a tree in Harlem. He was a fighting dog. And I have to tell you, he's 120 pounds. He is my big mush, my sweetest, most (laughs) loving. His head's the size of a basketball. And his situation was so dire. Then I have Stanley, my standard poodle, who was left on a road and, you know, put in a shelter in Florida. And I rescued him. And I just lost my beautiful lab in July, one of my my sixth rescue um, to cancer. So it's been a very sad summer, you know, losing one of my children. So uh, you you know what that's like. But I have oh, to yes. say, anyone that's ever rescued, I always tell people I'm the one that's been rescued. They truly have saved me. And every day they look at you and they thank you every day. They I mean, rescue animals, yes. they just know there's a second sense to them. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. They do know. And they look at us with those eyes. And there's so much behind those eyes that those of us that know animals and love animals, we see it and it's it's powerful. oh I know Robin and they are so like literally they're all in the bed with me at night <laughs> which Aww. is very interesting and they're <laughs> just like the most wonderful just adorable animals but you know again people understand we know about the problem but there is still a reason there's eight million companion animals currently in shelters everybody right. cares people love them but 
not enough is being done. And, right. you know, we've got to try any way we can, whether it be, you know, getting there now and getting and rescuing these wonderful animals, making donations to wonderful organizations like yours, or coming up with crazy challenges like taking a pie in the face. Whatever works, <laughs> right, Robin? Yes. Well, Jill, speaking of pies in the face, I have to tell you, I'm so excited about this new campaign, new challenge that has been your vision and has been, I think, just one of the most exciting things that we're getting ready to launch along with you. Can you tell us about this new campaign, Jill Rappaport's Pies for Paws? (laughs) You know, I was hosting an adoption day at the Hampton Classic Horse Show on behalf of the ASPCA, and I was the MC with Georgina Bloomberg, who's one of our most revered riders. And I thought, okay, this is great. We have animals up for adoption. This is amazing. But what can I do to make it a little different this year? And, you know, people say, oh, it's on the heels of, you know, the Ice Bucket Challenge. Well, heck yes, it is. If they can raise $107 million for ALS, if I could just do a fraction of that, that's all I can hope and pray for our animals. So I thought, well, let's make it a little different. And I thought of Pies for Paws, Pies the number four, hope, you know, in honor of God willing all animals that have four legs. If they don't, three are just as wonderful. But I right. have the numeral four pause and I thought this was a fun way and I'm sitting there at the event all of a sudden I pull out the pie and I said okay and I announced to the crowd there what I was doing and I allowed Georgina to give me the pie oh boy did she took me three hair washings (laughs) to get it out and then I challenged her on the spot and I didn't think you know we're not putting any time limit you should tell all of your listeners and, and everybody that hears about this do it whenever we don't care there is no time limit on saving an animal's life we need to just take action now so we don't want you to feel pressure when, just do it. And so she took the pie, and then I challenged one of the top dogs and one of your hero dogs, Zena the warrior puppy, and her mother. And I'm not recommending that people put pies in their animals' faces. On the contrary, give them a nice, delicious, creamy dog bowl of, of their favorite food and let them get it all over their muzzle, and the owner take the pie. And yes. I also challenged a Metro Meteor, the horse that paints. That was yes. a story I uh, you know, broke on NBC, and that horse has gone on to become the Rembrandt of racehorses and he was left for death you know after his life was over on the track and so he's eating a bran mashed pie and the owner's taking it in the face and then Meredith Vieira and I thought, oh boy, she's just about to launch her show and how is she going to have time to do this? And wouldn't you know, Robin, how wonderful. All of a sudden I get a link on Labor Day. There she is. Her, her daughter's giving her the pie in the face and her dog <laughs> Jasper's next to her. And she went on to challenge Matt Lauer, Betty White, and Howard and Beth Stern. And so we'll see what happens with that. But it's, you know, just started a couple weeks ago and I'm so honored that your organization has agreed to be part of this amazing effort. And Whatever we can do is just something that we need to do, right? Absolutely, Jill, absolutely. And I want to give a shout out to our friends at the ASPCA for being so kind and taking this vision for, you know, the Jill Rappaport's Pies for Paws campaign and allowing it to be shared across multiple humane organizations, including American Humane Association. That's wonderful. That's collaborative. Cheers to ASPCA, and we're happy to be part of this coalition. Isn't that great? Yeah, I really want to thank Matt Bershatka 
after the president and CEO because he understood. He said, you know, whatever is going to happen to this campaign, we need to open it up to everybody to make a difference for animals in need. And that is really what it's all about. And if we would all work together and come together as a coalition, just think of the power and the unbelievable work we can all do together. And I always, you know, I, Robin, you and I've talked about this. I consider mm-hmm. myself Switzerland, you know, in the sense that I work for everybody. And But most important, I work for the animals. And so that's all that matters. Whatever we can do, we've got to do something. And I encourage people, they think, oh, take a pie in the face. Eat the pie. We don't care yes. what you do with the pie. Just make <laughs> it right. as a symbol and then get out. Donate to your local organizations, your national organizations. You're passionate about it, like American Humane. Whatever it is, just do it. But most important, what I want to encourage people to do is go to their local shelters. And mm-hmm. if they do adopt an animal on behalf of Pies for Paws, make sure it's noted in that shelter so we can keep track, Robin, of how many right. animals are actually rescued and saved into loving homes due to this challenge. It's fantastic. And I just have a feeling it's going to be so many. And again, for those oh, I that... Hope. Don't want the pie in the face. Eat the piece of pie. Make it a fruit tart. <laughs> if you're into, into you know, good, healthy living, it can be a fruit tart. It's all wonderful options there. And we're just so thrilled, Jill, to be part of this very special initiative. I'd like to go back for a little bit, though, because you are so passionate, such an inspiration. And I know that there was a very special, beloved German shepherd in your life that really right. transformed your career. And yeah. tell us about Jack. Oh, Jack, my beloved Jack. I'm I'm looking at his, you know his sight, his little stone outside. Um, that dog really was. He's the animal that truly changed my life. I had been the entertainment reporter on the Today Show for 16 years, and before that, I don't even want to say how many years on another network. So I'd been on the red carpet for decades, <laughs> needless mm-hmm. to say. And when Jack was diagnosed with bone cancer, it was in 2006. And I remember, if anybody has ever been through this atrocity, you have two options, amputation, you know, and chemotherapy or euthanize. And the second was not an option for me. But I'd been through amputation before with really upsetting results. And, you you know, the idea both make you just physically sick, as you know. But Mm -hmm. the oncologist that was treating Jack looked at him and said, Jill, there's so much more life to this animal. And we did all the tests to make sure that the cancer hadn't spread. And we made the decision to amputate. And I have to tell you, he lived two and a half years and was running with the horses and playing with his brothers and sisters. And I remember being superstitious. I didn't want to do anything about his story until the last chemotherapy treatment because I just wanted to make sure he was okay. But I had pitched it to the Today Show and I said, listen, his story is so inspirational. Animals can teach us so much because when he came home with three legs, his brothers and sisters were looking at him going like, oh, he's missing a leg. They were just sniffing and kissing and they don't look at you and think, what's different about him? They're just happy you're there. Animals just want to be loved and pain-free. And I learned so much from him. He never let the loss of a limb stand in the way of leading the best life. And I thought, oh, if we could just be like that and not sweat the small stuff and learn from our animals, how much better will we be? Right, Robin? So I did right, his story. Absolutely. We chronicled his story on the Today Show, and it touched people all over the world. I received emails from Brazil. I can't even tell you the response to this amazing little rescue, the German Shepherd on three legs. And I went to my boss that day and I said, you know, look at the response to the story. You know what? Stars do not need my help. Animals do. And I said, can you please let me 
focus my energies, which really need a voice out there for animals. And he said, great, be our pet reporter. It was like in one second, he made the decision. And I said, well, I don't like the title pet reporter because I really want to focus on welfare, you know, rescue, adoption, animal cancer. And I gave myself the title animal advocate. And then it began. And for the last eight years, that is where all my energy has been focused. It always was personally and in my whole life, but professionally, I was able to do things to, I hope, make a difference. We had Bow to Wow, my adoption segment for six years where I had a 100% success record. And that's pretty amazing. So yes, Jack was the dog. And I wrote a book about him, Jack and Jill, A Happy Tale to Tell, T-A-I-L. And uh, he became the ambassador dog of hope for animal cancer. So it's really a beautiful story. It is an incredible story, and it's one that is so personal, and all of us who have animals in our lives, we get it, and I think it's amazing. You know, what I'm so excited about is what you're doing here in the future. You have a much-anticipated primetime show coming up, Best in right. Shelter with Jill Rappaport, and I think it'll premiere mm-hmm. early next year. You're not That's only the I'm, host, yeah. but you're the creator, the executive producer. I mean, you're amazing. You're the Oh, trifecta. Robin, please. That's a fraction of what you do in a day. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's so true. We're so proud to know you. Tell us a little bit about this Westminster for Shelter Pets. Well, you know, again, watching, there's two dog shows, as you know. We know the two national shows. And I always thought to myself, well, there's three networks. There should be a third dog show. But mine, not just dogs, dogs and cats, mine, I want to focus on shelter pets. And I thought, you know what, (laughs) with all the hoopla and the fanfare and Westminster's great and the national dog show, they're all great. But you know what, it's time. It's our time. What's the difference between shelter pets and Westminster? My opinion, the blue ribbon goes to them for their heart and soul and courage and survival. So I just thought this would be great to shine a light on these beautiful animals who often are hidden away in dark cages. And I'm not just doing shelter pets. I'm really focusing in this special on the underdogs of the shelter Mm -hmm. world, from sizzling seniors to Mm -hmm. pits putting on the ritz, to mutts and tripods and also touching on the black dog syndrome because shelter animals are challenges it is but then within the shelter world as you know Robin there's the animals that have the much more difficult time getting out and I've taken many seniors and I encourage people to do that because senior animals are amazing and their situation is so tragic. I mean, here they've often known a beautiful life, known a beautiful home, and then were dumped in the twilight of their lives. And that in itself to me is just takes your breath away with pain, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the black dog syndrome where so many from even black lab puppies don't get a chance because for ridiculous reasons, like they don't photograph well. So when you look at a website and you see a black animal, their face kind of fades away into the background and people don't adopt them. Or when they walk into the shelters, they're lying in the back of the cage and they don't stand out. Or when they get a little older and that could be three, four years old, the white hairs show up more. So crazy reasons like that, the black animals aren't adopted. And then of course, you know, mutts, people may... You know, not when I take a mutt, and there goes one of mine now. And, um, you know, crazy reasons like that. Tripods. I mean, there's so many animals in there. They could have been hit by a car. They could have been born that way. You know, they could be on three legs. And they're wonderful. They're beautiful, wonderful animals. They have years ahead of them. So I'm trying to tell people, give people two messages here. Go to your local shelter, but don't overlook the challenges in those shelters. 
So it's wow. really two messages. I don't want people to think this is like the Sarah McLaughlin song where, oh, it's so sad. I have to turn the channel. Right. It's going to be very uplifting and very fun and very beautiful. I always give people that bright light at the end of the tunnel right from the beginning because you have to have that. You have to know there's hope. But it's up to us to give these animals hope. Absolutely, absolutely. And we uh, we give ourselves hope when we do this tune because I think we, we show our own humanity by the way we treat animals. So I think it's also about giving the next generation, our, ourselves, our neighbors, hope tune that we know what it is to be compassionate and to have empathy. So amazing. Well, and Robin, you know firsthand your organization, you know, speaks out on behalf of animals and children. Now, what is the best lesson of all that you can teach children? It's through animals. You teach them about compassion, about learning to share, to give, to help. I mean, it starts when they're young. It starts when we're young. You have to instill these values and the understanding. And children, I think, learn best from animals. They learn at a very young age what it means to care for something and to feel for something. And so, So you know, it's so important that we generate these messages. And as much as we think we're doing, we have such a long road to go. And I I just sit Mm -hmm. there all day long. I mean, I have five original ideas I came up with yesterday, and I will continue 24-7 to just whatever way I can to just do things so that we can raise awareness. Because as we speak, we know what's going on in shelters across the country, and for no fault of their own. And, you know, I know what I did to save my animals with cancer, and my lab was 13, and it was never the right time. And I would have done anything in my power to save him. And yet, right now, there's beautiful, viable animals that, you know, I've never seen the light of day because they were just dumped and nobody's taking care of them right so you know i mean this is you can hear it in my voice it's you know something that is so embedded in my soul that it's my oxygen Right, right. Well, I know it is, and we all know that, and I think if more of us had this kind of oxygen in our lives, the world would be a much better place, that's for sure. Well, Jill, we're so proud to be a partner with you in the Jill Rappaport's Pies for Paws campaign, and I encourage all of our listeners to visit AmericanHumane.org to learn more about how you can participate, how you can make it a community or civic group activity this fall. And as Jill said, there's no timeline. Set it up for one of your spring community-based events. Girl Scout, Boy Scout troops can do this. School groups can do this. I think retirement homes should also get involved and celebrate (laughs) the Pies for Paws concept because we know at the end of the day, it's going to save animals' lives and allow us to really make the world a better place. Hey, listen, I went from the red carpet to the wee-wee pad, and I feel like I got a second chance at life. I really do. Just like the shelter animal, I got the second chance. Oh, Jill, that's beautiful. Well, Jill, thank you so very much. Congratulations on Best in Shelter. We can't wait to see that. And congratulations on launching Pies for Paws. We're thrilled to be a partner with you. I am so honored and thrilled that you are partnering with me. And, Robin, congratulations to you. Your book launch, that book looks unbelievable. I know you have your big hero awards. And I am just so excited and honored to be working with you because we are exactly the same. And people like us, listen, you know, power and numbers baby we just got to keep it going (laughs) forward right 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jill. We'll be back in touch with you very soon for Pies for Paws numbers. We want to count the numbers of Life Save. Yes, yes. Let's get that going. Let's make history with our challenge. This is the first and only challenge for animals, and let's do what they did for ALS, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll be right back with more Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Again, special thanks to leading animal advocate and inspirational Jill Rappaport. Jill, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you, Robin. We'll be right back on Be Humane. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, this is Jody Miller-Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more, from fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend. You'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All right, welcome back. Isn't Jill Rappaport just the best? Pies for paws. What a wonderful, sweet way we can help our animal friends. And it's easy enough to do with all the holiday baking many of you are being sure to do in the coming weeks ahead. You know, I mentioned that today is a show for heroes. So let's chat with my next guest, who's making her second appearance on our show in just a few short weeks. Earlier this fall, I interviewed all of the moms and dads of our Brave Hero Dog category winners. You got to learn a lot about each of the dogs and how special they are. The one thing you didn't get to hear is who would be named the 2014 American Hero Dog. It was a tight race. You know, it was a year-long campaign with millions of votes from the American public and a vote from our very special celebrity judging panel. We're pleased to say that this year's top hero dog is Susie. Here to talk about Susie and what the win meant to Susie's mom, Donna Lawrence, who's absolutely a hero herself in every sense of the word, we have Donna. Donna, welcome back to our show. Thank you, Robin. I'm so happy to be back on. Well, what's Susie doing right now? Susie is sleeping. (laughs) She is not a morning person like her mommy, so she is still sleeping. And we both kind of fell asleep on the couch last night, and I wake up this morning, and she's on top of me, sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, has it sunk in yet? As we're coming up close on the television broadcast, has it sunk in that you and Susie have won this prestigious award? Well, it's starting to because we've had a lot of fans, you know, to call and email and congratulate us and stuff. But it was just an honor to win. And I'm just thrilled to be in this position. And I just can't wait to watch it. I think it'll, the reality will hit when I see it on Hallmark for myself because 
It was like a dream that night. I'm just so focused on the night and what's going to happen and what did I need to say. And so it was just so exciting that I just really can't wait to watch it on Thursday. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, we ask this of all of the winners, and I just have to ask this of Susie, who's known to be ever so glamorous in pearls, which I just love. (laughs) Have you noticed any diva tendencies from America's newest top dog? (laughs) (laughs) She does prance around. She's Miss Diva, and she doesn't mind wearing anything. If I pull out her pearls or her skirt, she knows she's got something special coming up, so she gets all excited, and she's ready to go. And she does have a little press about her with that skirt on. It's kind of funny, and she just (laughs) kind of shakes her butt. It's really funny. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, on a serious, a more serious note, you know, it's amazing to me that not only is this our second therapy dog in a row to win the American Hero Dog Awards, but it's also the second pit bull from North Carolina. How amazing is that? I know. I I thought the same thing. And it just goes to show that pit bulls, you know, they are a great breed and they're very smart and loyal and do great things. You know, I just think that's amazing, too. I thought the same thing of two pit bulls in a row like that. It is amazing. People love their pit bulls. <laughs> well, they do in North Carolina, too. And I love yes, it. They, yes. they, in North Carolina, training pit bulls to be therapy dogs. You know, you have a wonderful predecessor for listeners who, who weren't part of last year's campaign. Your predecessor is Ellie the Pit Bull, who represented the Hero Dog Awards in such a wonderful way after taking home top honors in 2013. Did you have a chance to meet with Ellie and her mom, Leah Brewer, out in L.A.? Yes, I did. I did meet with her, and we got some pictures with her, and I've talked with her on the phone in the past, but she's a wonderful lady, and they do such great work as well, and kind of similar to a lot of the things that we do, I think, as far as education and awareness and going into the schools, and it sounds like the kids really love Ellie in the schools, too, and I've seen some pictures and stuff, so I know they do great work as well, and she's a very thought a lot of Ellie and her mom, so I really admire them. We got some big shoes to fill. (laughs) (laughs) Big paws to fill. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Donna, you know that we're wishing nothing but the best for Ellie as she undergoes treatment for cancer in the weeks ahead. We understand she's in good spirits from Leah. She's eating well, and uh, she's not going to let this get her down. She's a fighter. She's a survivor, but our best thoughts and prayers are with Ellie and another hero dog from 2013, you may remember military working dog Carlos. Carlos has also been hospitalized over the past week or so. And so for all of our listeners to go back and and revisit and celebrate the work of Ellie and Carlos, please visit the HeroDogAwards.org page and you can revisit their tribute videos and just uh, it'll warm your heart. And it certainly uh, warms ours every day. And we're thinking of two of our last year's hero dogs as they fight cancer and uh, trying to rebound and recover. So our thoughts are with them. Well, Don, you've got a big week ahead. You've got your plans for this Thursday's airing prime time of the Hero Dog Awards on Hallmark, 8 p.m. Eastern for listeners, 7 p.m. Central, but do check your local listings. Donna, what are you going to do this Thursday? I think I'm going to get a group of friends together and watch it together and have a little celebration and uh, let Susie watch it and get some pictures of her watching it (laughs) and just have a good time. We'll just make it fun. I've already got several friends like, we want to come over and watch it. So 
We're going to get a group together and watch it. That's wonderful. I'm so excited. It's going to be beautiful. For our listeners out there, again, Hero Dog Awards will air on the Hallmark Channel this Thursday, October 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. I'll be in Kansas City for the book tour, but we're going to find a spot showing it, and uh, which is going to be a lot of fun for us who are traveling on the book tour for Animal Stars. Well, Donna, take us back through that moment, that very special moment when you heard Susie's name called out as the 2014 American Hero Dog. At first, I was like, oh, my God, did I hear that right? <laughs> and I was just so excited. And I, I just, it's just like the biggest highlight, of one of the biggest highlights of my life, I will have to say, to be on that stage and hear everyone cheering for her and, and the standing ovation that she got. And I mean, it was a really long standing ovation. And I was just so honored. And it's just so hard to describe what, what you feel up there when, you realize that, you know, you have one and it's a little shocking at first because, you know, we had a lot of competition and I really wasn't expecting it. And, and then to hear your name call, it's like a, such a big surprise and almost like if you had a big surprise birthday party that you knew nothing about and, and then you were surprised with it. It's just an overwhelming feeling of excitement and joy and happiness. And it makes you feel like all the hard work we've done for the past five years, you know, pays off in moments like that. And that's probably the biggest moment we've had in the past five years that really highlighted who we are and what we do. And and it was just so joyful. And it just gave me a lot of hope that, you know, that people love animals and they do want to see abuse stopped and they want to see laws change. So it gave me a lot of confidence in people too. Yeah. Um, And that's a good point. You know, Susie's story is, you know, it's it's terrific. She's a therapy dog. She does great work in schools and in retirement homes, you know, as a therapy dog Uh does, which is incredible. But what you and Susie did together, just to remind our listeners who, and, and to share with our listeners who may not have heard the story, first of all, everyone needs to tune in to watch it, but you all together changed law. You changed the law in North Carolina, and I think that's an a powerful message. Can you share with our listeners yes. what that was about? Yes, you know, after Susie was beaten and burned and set on fire and left for dead in a park in Greensboro, North Carolina, you know, she had third degree burns over 60% of her body. And the guy that did this to her did it because she licked the baby in the face, just giving love and affection. And she runs off in the park and was found 10 days later covered in over 300 maggots. She's a miracle, first of all, to survive. And I think that God allowed this little puppy to survive and for us to meet to make a difference in the world. And after which the perpetrator was caught three months after Susie was found, there was no jail time in North Carolina. So he was basically going to get off with just a misdemeanor. And so we rallied North Carolina with a group of five people. And we got a senator on board and a couple of people from the House and they were animal lovers, and Senator Don Vaughn said the laws hadn't been changed in North Carolina in over 100 years, and so he said, it's time for a change. So he said, you know, are you up to this? And I said, yes, and I was subpoenaed to court and because I had adopted Susie, and when we got to court, the judge threw his hands up, and he said, I'm sorry, but under North Carolina Structure Sentencing Guidelines, there's no jail time for first-time offenders. And we needed that going in, but we just wanted to make a powerful impact to the media, 
And so, you know, we got every, everybody in, in the community got on board and people are all across North Carolina. And we got people to call the senators and vote for Susie's law and say, we want to change in North Carolina. We sent letters, emails, and I think it really made a powerful impact. And they probably thought we better do something. These people are serious. So, you know, Absolutely. we went to Susie, you know, before the House and Senate. And that's what it takes is just perseverance and not giving up. And once they took a look at her, how could you say no? You know, most people are visual and you see a dog right. that's got scars all over her body and her no ears and you see what abuse that really looks like. And mm-hmm. even before Susie, I never thought of I never saw a dog that looked like that myself. And so people had compassion and that compassion turned into anger and wanting to make a difference. So they voted unanimously in the House and Senate. You know, we took Susie before Governor Purdue in June of 2010, and Susie met Governor Purdue and put her paw print on the bill, and it was an exciting time for North Carolina. And then the law took effect in December of 2010. But what it did, it reclassified the Class I misdemeanor to a Class H felony, which allows at least up to 10 months of jail time. And then the A1 misdemeanor of intentionally starving your animal to death was elevated as well. It was elevated to a class H. So that's a big step for North Carolina because North Carolina was probably one of the top five states of the worst animal cruelty laws. That's right. We really didn't have have any. It was misdemeanor. That's amazing. That was a big celebration. That's amazing, and it's quite quite a victory. When people say one person can't change the world, you can certainly change the world in which we're uh, our community, our hometowns, and even yeah. beyond. And make this with your efforts and your advocacy. You're, I know, taking this to the nation through the platform yeah. of being the 2014 American Hero Dog, and that's wonderful, Donna. Congratulations to both you Thank and you. Susie for all of your accomplishments, and importantly, for your incredible victory as the Hero Dog of the Year. I know I'll have the privilege of seeing you again in just a couple of weeks after the television premiere in your hometown of High Point, North Carolina, where we'll have a special Animal Stars book signing to High Point University on November 14th with Hudson, our Animal Star movie dog, who's quite a beautiful dog. I know he will enjoy meeting Susie as well and congratulating her. Tell us, what are your plans for the future? What's next for you and Susie? Well, you know, we have our movie that's coming out on DVD and we'll be selling from our website and probably doing a little bit of some book signings because I have three children's books out and we'll do a lot with you guys this year. And we've just got a busy, busy year planned and we'll continue to go into the schools for education. But I, I really would love to make a national movement to stop this epidemic of animal cruelty. And I think our movie will be a powerful impact with that because, you know, it'll be a big tool that we can use to spread awareness and to motivate and educate people in other states. That's my goal, to see adequate laws in every state. You know, animals are abused all over the world, not just in North Carolina. And, you know, my heart goes out to animals everywhere and the abuse that they face because I hear it every day. I get emails from other people about a dog being abused and they may be in a different state and they don't have adequate laws and they want to know, well, what can we do in our state? So I'm hoping we can motivate others to do what we did here in North Carolina. 
I hope so too, Donna, because you are an inspiration. Susie is an inspiration. So proud to know you both. And it's a wonderful year ahead that we have together on this journey as your your celebrate your year as the American Hero Dog. Best of luck. Congratulations again to you and your family. Can't wait to watch you and Susie on Hallmark on October 30th. And I hope everyone here can tune into the show, watch Susie and seven other amazing inspirations hero dogs you need to have a box of tissues with you it's incredible this show is amazing it's one of the most life-affirming moments of the year for me i know it'll be hard to hold back the tears as we watch some of the most incredible tribute videos to uh, each of these very special dogs that america voted on to be the finalist in their category but until then we'll be back very soon with another wonderful show on pet life radio and again donna congratulations to you and Susie. thank you Robin, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. And again, listeners, we'll be with you next week. Thanks so much, and let's remember to be humane. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.